But where are you really from? A podcast about the Asian American struggle. Hi, I'm Jesse Lin, and I'm Angela Lin. Welcome back to But Where Are You Really From? This week, we're bringing you the last episode of 2020, and <gasps> in honor of. A year that was so extra. Our last episode this season is going to be about how we have also been questionably extra this year <laughs> and doing the most where we can. So that's really what this last episode is about. It's about doing the most, trying to overachieve, and what are the benefits and consequences? Shall we get into it? basically just being Asian. (laughs) (laughs) Always trying to overachieve. (laughs) Well, look, I mean, like last year, going into this year, 2019 going to 2020, I was like, 2020, I'm going to just blow it out of the water. Like I'm going to do like everything over the top, everything extra. And Miss Rona beat me to the punch. (laughs) So... Yeah, it's been really interesting. And I wanted to talk about this particular issue, not issue, but this particular topic, because I feel like a lot of people are really not confused, maybe confused is the right word, confused or unsure of like what they should be doing during this time, because Mm -hmm. it is a lot of extra time, right? A lot of people, if you're able to work from home, you're getting the time back that you would spend commuting or doing other nonsense things. Um that are the process of, that are part of the process of going to work. But I feel like a lot of people have been struggling with like, what do I do with this time? Because on one hand you have the time, but on the other hand, everything is such a slog that it just seems so difficult to like get yourself motivated to do anything, honestly. So yeah. what about you? Like, what are you thinking? And what are you thinking and hearing about 2020 and this feeling with your friend group and stuff um with my friend group I mean it's mixed in my friend group um I think generally there are a lot of people who feel a lot like what you just described of like Mm -hmm. well we have all this time now but like I'm bored also I'm lonely and like I don't know what to do with this Mm -hmm. um for me I have a like opposite feeling of all this which is (laughs) I I'm not saying this is a good year. This is like a pretty shitty year mm-hmm. all around for, for everyone, right? Like and yeah. our world, frankly. Um, but I do feel like those of us who are already lucky enough that like, you know, we didn't lose our jobs or have anything like significant happen to we didn't get coronavirus, we didn't have yeah. anything else like significant happen to us during this time. I honestly feel like this was a blessing in disguise for people of that group because you do suddenly have all this newfound time. And like, to be fair, it's what you make of it. But like, I think I talked about this a few episodes back, but like, I've never been more productive in my life (laughs) during Mm -hmm. quarantine because I, you can only watch so much Netflix. Like I started out quarantine like that. Hold hold on there. Haven't you seen the memes that are like, they finished watching Netflix at this point? Like, you, I I feel like I started quarantine being more like that, where it was like, the world is shit, I'm not motivated 
to do anything. I'm just going to like binge every Netflix show. And like, I started that way. And then after a while, I was like, I'm bored, frankly, of doing this. And then I like started stumble. Well, it gave me time to like reflect on my life and like what I wanted to be doing with it. And like, where I'm spending my time and like pursuits that I've thought about that I didn't ever try like this podcast we talked about, but like this literally started because we had extra time because of quarantine and like, look at us now. So, Mm -hmm. um, there's that. And then like now that I'm in this groove of like, Hey, why don't I try this thing? Like I can't stop trying new things. And I think Mm -hmm. it's fun that I'm like, Hey, what do I have to lose? And like, what else am I doing? Literally nothing. So like, I'm just going to go for it. So I, I didn't go into 2020 like you thinking like 2020 is my year. I'm going to be extra and like go all out. I did not think that at all. I was like, whatever, here's a new year. So I didn't have different expectations of the year. And then it like came and surprised me with how much I did with it. I think that's amazing. Honestly, like I have, I just, I have no idea how you do it to be (laughs) honest. Cause every day I wake up and I'm just like, I need help. Like call, Call 911, call an ambulance. (laughs) I need help to get through my day. And honestly, I don't know. I don't really know quite what it is. Like, I don't know if it's like, because I am so lonely that like, I am so stuck on that feeling that I can't focus on anything. Or if it's just that like, the cumulative churn of the past few years, plus all of this stuff has just really blocked me. And yeah, I, I'm just, I'm finding it like really hard to do the things that I would normally be interested in doing. Like, I think I did some of the things that you were saying. Like, I tried some stuff out. Like, I did a lot more baking. Like, I bought a little hand mixer mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, I invested a lot more in, with, invested a lot more in toys for my cat so that I could play with him more. <laughs> Um, what did I do? I like cleaned up my apartment. Like I got like real furniture and like Mm -hmm. some nice things, but I don't feel like I was able to channel that energy into anything more substantive, if that makes sense. Like, I feel like the stuff that you're doing is like very substantive towards like your future and stuff. But like when I, when I try to like focus on stuff like that and think about it, it just like, I'm just like immediately blank and I just have no motivation to do it to do anything and it just it's so it's so weird and anytime I do I feel like I'm doing anything past that it's like the most so extra so what do you what do you feel like is your motivation to stay productive or stay like invested in the things that you are interested in doing it's been nice to like see what I can create with mm-hmm. my own hands. So like I I just posted a picture of my little baby bell peppers <laughs> that I harvested yesterday and like it's so satisfying to know that I grew those from the seed. Like I literally had a bell pepper. It was like at the beginning of quarantine, I think, where oh. I was just like, "Hey, I got time. I have a porch now, like, or balcony now. Like, I'm going to just try this shit. Why not? <laughs> it was like, porch? Hold up. No, balcony, yeah. Um, and so we we cook all the time, and I was like, hey, bell pepper, let's just try this shit. And I just, like, threw a bunch of seeds into a jar with soil. And then now I have three beautiful pepper plants that have each produced 
bell peppers for me and i'm like oh you came from little throwaway trash seeds like it's just beautiful to see and uh, and then like similarly i think i told you so what's funny is that i used to work at adobe but when i worked at adobe i did not care about adobe products <laughs> and mm-hmm. then like this two weeks ago or whatever, Adobe had its annual Max conference, the creative conference. And because quarantine is what it is, they couldn't do it in person anymore. So they made it virtual. It was all free, which is like a big deal because it was a very coveted. It was like the one thing I would have wanted to go to when I was at Adobe, but it was like cost a bunch of money and like they wouldn't give any employees any headcount. So I never went, but now it was free. And so I like learned a bunch of stuff about how to use like Photoshop and their video editing tools and like, and they just have a bunch of videos, like really awesome, successful people in the creative field and like showing Mm -hmm. you how they like make beautiful art and like videos and stuff. And it was super inspirational. And so I, I like just bought everything and I'm like learning how to use all the shit now to make my own stuff. And it's nice. I don't know. It's, it's like, I like that feeling of like, creating something from nothing and like Mm -hmm. learning oh i think that's cool i feel like what what they say like the learning mindset is like the most important thing to have to be like flexible into the future and so that you can be like accommodating for the changing future of work Mm -hmm. whatever that may be Mm -hmm. i definitely that definitely resonates with me although i feel like i feel like i struggle to maintain a good habit of learning things that I want to learn. Like I have like a million things favorited in the like Linda learning section because I have a LinkedIn premium and I keep it specifically. So I have access to the Linda learning section, which has like so many like really Mm -hmm. great like intro videos to like super topical things. I just feel like after a while I lose steam because like you have to like learn like a good amount of basics for some of the stuff before you can start doing. And as, so- and as soon as I get to this hump where I'm like, I can't do anything with this yet. I'm like, <laughs> okay. And I'm like, I have that problem where I'm not, not seeing the bell pepper sprout. So I'm like, uh. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like a lot of the stuff that I've been like really into, I'm like, it's, it, um, I really enjoy it because I can see the fruits of it quite quickly. So like baking is a really good example because baking takes maybe like, three hours end to end I get something yummy I can eat at the end of it plus like one of the parts that I really enjoyed about baking like over the summer and into like right now early fallish is that I could give it to other people so it was like my excuse to go to other people's places for like you know an hour or two and just stand on the stoop or like on the roof and chat and be like here's some cookies and stuff like that so So I think there's something to that for sure, because all the stuff that I do, I'm motivated because I benefit from it. Mm -hmm. It's not just like I like create this. It is cool to see like something you've created from scratch, but like that in and of itself may not be motivating enough for me. Like, um, so I also like Roman and I cook all the time. And one of the quarantine things we started up was like, I got a bunch of Chinese cookbooks and like we've been learning those recipes and like there's a direct benefit because like we get to eat delicious like new dishes and Mm -hmm. like the plants, all of my plants, I don't have any plants that are okay. Sorry. I have one succulent, but outside of that succulent that gets very little love for me, TBH is all of my plants are ones that 
bring benefit to us. They're herbs or it was like a bell mm. pepper, which we will cook and like things that are beneficial have value yeah. to me. And like even this designing stuff, like I was motivated by it because I was like, I want to like design cool shit for our podcast or like I want to like explore selling random crap on Etsy. Like why not? So there's like a benefit to it that's driving my interest in it. Well, let's talk about the other side of it, which is like doing nothing. So like, have you found the time where you're doing nothing to be helpful, not helpful? Yeah, I had to talk about this with my therapist. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because especially at the beginning of quarantine, when I was like starting up all these hobbies or avenues that I was exploring, like it was very overwhelming. And Honestly, it hasn't like stopped being overwhelming, to be honest. I have like three to-do lists that are never ending. Um, yeah, but I, I had to talk to my therapist about it. And she was like, you need to know that it's okay to take breaks and mm-hmm. that it's actually going to benefit you instead of like detract. Because in my mind, originally I was like, well, I have like 30 things on my to-do list and So if I don't even have enough time to like cross off all those things, why am I going to take like an hour to decompress by watching the new episode of whatever on Netflix, right? Like how Mm -hmm. can I justify that? And she's like, you can't look at it from like a time perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, it's, it's, it is an investment in you of like your mental health and you deserve to disconnect and it'll help you be more productive because you won't be like so wired up and like stressed out the whole time. So I have, I have adopted that mentality. Like I definitely still feel like my to-do list is never ending, but I can sense when my body is getting like fucking exhausted from everything I'm doing. Cause uh-huh. also we're in quarantine, but we're also working, right? Like I, I still have my like full-time job and I'm like fitting in all these like random things I'm learning and doing outside of those hours. So it's a lot of stress on my mind. So Mm -hmm. when I feel like I'm reaching burnout, I will just throw on shout out to Karen. I've been watching Sabrina. I've been like fucking rewatching all of Sabrina. No, the good Uh version, the original, (sighs) you know, they canceled the Netflix one because no one's watching it. Like, I think there's like the last part is coming out. Yeah. No one wants it. I stopped watching. She's so annoying. I stopped. Um, no, I rewatch OG Melissa Joan Hart, (laughs) Sabrina. And I've like gone from like season one up until now she's in college. Like I, that's how much I'm binging. Like, it's just my, like, filler mm-hmm. decompressing thing. Yeah. And it's been helpful. It's been helpful, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I also feel like I need lots of time to, like, try to, like, space things out. And what I realized is that, like, when I don't make that time, like, actually all the stuff that I was thinking about and, like, pushing aside during the day because it's, like, oh, it's work time or it's, like, time to bake or it's, like, whatever, it, like, comes flooding back in those moments where you take a rest and it's just overwhelming so yeah i found that like having dedicated rest time and even just and the, doing the meditation and stuff has been like super helpful to like process through the thoughts and like let them flow and not like jam you up like at the moment where you're like i'm ready to relax mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I the other thing that i feel like that's blocking a lot of, a lot of people from having motivation and like creating a lot of 
negativity and also just feeling like a lot is the fact that we don't have any more space away from work. Like there's no dedicated space. So you can't really like pull yourself out of this situation that you're in, right? Because you like spin out of your chair at the end of the day, you have whatever stress that you just left with and you're literally like in your apartment. And actually maybe like a week or two ago, like I had come back from like a, a brunch with friends and I was like, I feel so good. Literally walked in the door and I was like, I feel terrible now. Aww. Like it was just like, I, it, I was so, it was so clear. Like I was just like, I can't, I'm back in this like jail. <laughs> no, I feel you completely though. I, um, I think the limited workspace, like work versus life space bothered me a lot more at the beginning of quarantine. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, um, moving helped a lot. So we moved into a bigger apartment in the middle mm-hmm. of quarantine in the same building. Um, but it was, we went from a one bedroom to a two bedroom. So now mm-hmm. we have like an office that I can keep separate. Cause before I was like doing all my work from the kitchen table. Cause we were just, Oof. yeah. But it was like, what am I going to do? It's like my bedroom or like the, the living yeah. room essentially. Yeah. Um, and so that was rough because there was no separation because it would be like, well, when I'm done with work, I just like step away from the kitchen table and like go <laughs> two steps to the couch. So it felt like the same space. Versus yeah. now with the office, I'm like, okay, I don't want to be in that office anymore because yeah. I'm clocked out and then I like exit to a different room or like now we have a balcony. So that's really nice to like sit out there to like feel like I'm in a different space. Um, and I know that not everyone has the luxury of like having multiple spaces. So I'm sorry about that, but it definitely has helped me like physically compartmentalize my life. Mm-hmm. So why do you think we're always trying to do the most? Like, why are we always trying to overachieve? I feel like a common thread with being raised Asian is that our parents held us to very high expectations, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, it kind of felt like you were never doing enough or you could Mm -hmm. never achieve enough so like even if you were already like in all the honors classes and like also playing violin and like blah 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 it's like oh you got an a minus like why wasn't this an a (laughs) and i'm like just crush my soul and so i feel like it's not that overt that that's the reason but like Uh that way of being brought up where you're just like constantly the underdog and like you feel like you're just like never living up so you have to try harder to like be acknowledged like that has definitely stuck with me and is like driving a lot of the way that I operate for sure yeah I think I agree like although it may not be like smack in the face like clear it is definitely like the undercurrents are there like and that's why I feel that's why like we're even talking about this because I'm like, is it normal that I'm not doing anything? Like when you're not (laughs) doing anything, it feels like you're moving backwards sometimes. And you have to, as you said, kind of just be okay sometimes that nothing is happening and nothing is changing because that's the nature of things. Like not not always are things like moving forward at light speed in like a very focused direction. Like sometimes you just need to like sit where you are and just chill out for a hot second so that you can get your bearings and then go back on your like light speed journey to wherever (laughs) you're trying to go. 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's part of the uh, the challenge. And it's such a weird time because everyone is going through the same thing, but at like different. And I don't want to say like, I definitely hear you that like, it's a an upbringing thing. I feel like other people are going through the same thing, but oh, everyone yeah. is going through it at like different times. So even your normal, like your whole Asian thing where you're like, hey, what's this bitch doing? Like, did she get an A plus? <laughs> you can't really do that, right? Because I was like looking at the beginning, I was looking at some of um, the people in like the people that I know in the city. And I was like, oh man, like people are struggling like a lot. I mm-hmm. feel okay. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, oh man, people seem okay, but I'm really struggling. <laughs> so you're like trying to do all those things that you're normally like, as you as you said, like you're trying to like keep moving. You're trying to like see if you're still the best or like at least not the yeah. last, but like yeah. there's everything is so fucked up that you have like no bearing whatsoever. So mm-hmm. you just, I, I'm just like feeling like a little, like I don't know where I am anymore. You know, Another reason why I am more motivated to keep a certain momentum going is because of how uncertain things are. Because I Mm -hmm. think there is, like, when I was very whatevs in the beginning and, like, unmotivated by much, I think it is because it was, like, the initial transition between, like, normal life of, like, hustling, doing all the shit, and then going to, like, okay, we're like trapped in our apartments doing nothing. <laughs> that was like completely unmotivating, right? And like, yeah. uh, like flattened our spirits. Yeah. But I think it also had that effect on me at that time because it was like, oh, this is temporary. This is like a temporary, like um, gonna be over, but this sucks. So because it's so temporary, I'm gonna take this, chance to like binge all my shit and like do all these like unproductive things that I don't care about that I otherwise wouldn't have time to do right but the unproductive stuff and now because (laughs) sad to say like there's no end in sight there's no clear end in sight right like there's Mm -hmm. we're constantly going through like different phases of reopening but then we like close back up like there's just like it keeps going back and forth and because of how uncertain that is I think I honestly just hit a point in quarantine where I recognize that there is no like definitive end in sight. So I better fucking adapt. Like there's no, Mm -hmm. there's no point in like moping around the whole time because that could be the rest of your life. Like it's not going to be the rest of our lives, but like we don't know how long it's going to last. Like I just couldn't bear to think that I would let like a, it's already been a full year, right? Like, Almost. So like a full year, two years, who knows, right? Like just go by because I'm like waiting for it to come back, right? Life to come back. And like, so at that point I was just like, okay, I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to like take advantage of this time to like better my position in life, hopefully instead Mm -hmm. of sitting around. So that I think that was the mindset shift for me. It's just like, accepting the reality of like how mm-hmm. long the shit's gonna last potentially i really like that i mean the way that you're talking about it is kind of it it isn't denying that shit sucks but rather you're like reframing your perspective on what's happening right now to like benefit yourself mm-hmm. i think that's super cool yeah <laughs> so i guess the last thing i will maybe talking about related to doing the most and our upbringing is like 
the consequences of being like always on and not even just now just like even before when we were like speeding through like our lives basically like i feel like for for the most part like we're both fairly above average motivated individuals Mm -hmm. and we're like trying to like get to where we're trying to go like really quick so i mean do you feel like there were like any any kind of backlash or blow blowback to doing that definitively yes like (laughs) (laughs) i think the the like there are different levels of the consequences there's definitely just like little things like stress and like you know the pressure that you're constantly feeling but i know for sure during consulting that like it had a literal impact on me which is like i um one of my last projects i did before i quit I was like so stressed out and working so many hours that I broke out in hives and I've like mm. never had hives in my life. I honestly, I had to like Google it. Cause I was like, what the fuck is going on with my skin? It was like little bumps all over my face. And I was like, I've never seen this in my life. I don't know what this is. And I Googled it and I was like, might be hives. I don't know. I didn't go to a doctor. So I, I don't know for sure. Right. But mm. I was freaking out. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell is this? And then literally the day after I gave my big client presentation, they went away. So it was directly related to the wow. stress levels that I was putting on myself for the amount of work and like pressure that I was putting on myself to deliver. Yeah. So it's like, there's a direct consequence for sure. Yeah. It's not like imagined. It's like, it's real. You, you can manifest like your body will manifest physical issues because you're ignoring the mental red flags that have been going off for like a very long time. Yeah, I have to, I definitely agree with you on that. I, I nowhere got to like body explosion stress, but like also at my last job, like I was to the point where I was like going to cry in the office mm-hmm. and like, you know me, I'm like generally very happy go lucky. Like I'm not very, I don't not, very sad person I don't stay sad very long so that was like it was like a turning point for me I was like why am I like this miserable over Mm. over something this small this is like not worth my like emotional investment Mm -hmm. to become so entangled in this that uh my own personal like mental health is being affected and the other thing that I've come to realize I've always kind of known this, but like I had a conversation with someone about it recently, which is basically like when you're doing the most, you tend to pick up and do things which are like you're not supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And like your boss will love that, right? Mm -hmm. They're like, oh my God, you're doing so much extra work. But then when you leave, shit just falls to peace, right? Because then you're you're basically doing like the work of like three other people. Mm -hmm. And then like those people who should be doing those those parts of their role don't want to do them Mm because you're doing it. And then they kind of, at the end of it, they expect that they don't have to do it. And it causes a lot of problems for like a lot of other people involved. So it's like this fine balance between like doing what's yours and stepping a little bit into like an extra place, but not stepping so far that you start to become like this pack mule for everyone else. And they start to load everything you and I mean we've discussed this in the past where it's like put your head down and do the work and I I feel like a lot of that is related to that where you're just kind of like well I can do it so I'm going to do it um but that doesn't always benefit you as you said in terms of your health and it doesn't always benefit the people that you're working with either 
Yeah. Going back to one more thing I talked to my therapist about is the, <laughs> the like, um, the importance of acknowledgement and like, um, recognition from other mm -hmm. people is like very important to me. And it's, mm. it's like, Leo. I know. Oh, <laughs> God, it's something that like, um, when I first came to terms with it, I was like, that sounds shallow as fuck. Like, why do I care so much about what other people mm -hmm. think? But at the same time, I'm like, I can't deny that that's like, a Validation's important. part of me. Yeah. yeah. And so the, I had to like realize that a big reason that I was taking on a lot of other work that I don't need to do is to like get that recognition of, you know, from my bosses or like boss's boss and whatever. And like, that's something I've been having to curve back on is like, I'm recognizing that, that like, you're doing this because of that. This is really not going to benefit you that much. Like there's, an, it's not like you're suddenly going to like get a raise or like suddenly going to get promoted or anything besides like pat on the back. Like, is this really worth <laughs> what you're doing? Um, or is there like a 50% version of this that you could still be doing that would still mm -hmm. you know like check off the box or like even honestly still be above their expectation mm -hmm. but would kill you way less it's something that i've had to think about a lot and i'm like constantly trying to recognize while it's happening so i don't burn out that's good that's great learnings so for the fortune cookie we thought we would end 2020 with a more hopeful outlook for 2021 and discuss what our new year's resolutions will be so angela what are your resolutions yeah. you know this is a hard question because i usually don't like to make new year's resolutions i mm -hmm. feel like there's generally a like the idea around a new year's resolution is very temporary you're like i want to lose mm -hmm. 15 pounds like, and, and then people don't like meet those resolutions because it's like a very kind of, sometimes a lot of it's like arbitrary and like, it's like a one-time goal. So then like, even if you hit that, then it's like, okay, I guess that's over now versus like more lifestyle changes. Those are the ones that I can like get behind. So it's like, mm -hmm. I want to learn how to cook or I, I want to like cook more, you know, mm -hmm. of, of the meals in the week. Like that seems more like a good resolution to me than like, I want to lose 10 pounds because it's mm -hmm. like a permanent change in your life. Um, so in thinking about 2021, I think for me, honestly, I just want to keep, <laughs> sounds so like cheesy, but I, I want to just keep maintaining this like open, um, mentality that I've had of like okay. exploring the things that I have, like even the tiniest interest in, like see where it takes me because I mm -hmm. feel like those are things I can't um, predict where it's going to take me yeah. and like the benefit that's going to come from it. And like sit, generally saying more yes to things than like killing it before I start. I think that's a, that's a good place to start for 2021. That sounds great. Yeah. yeah. How about you? I thought you were going to say mine for a second. I was like, shit. Hmm. Um, mine's kind of similar. I want to take all of the good habits I formed in this mm. year and retain them. Mm -hmm. So like doing this, I want to retain this. Doing the pra like meditation practice, mm -hmm. I want to retain that. Um, continuing my insane fitness journey, <laughs> although hopefully like with less intensity and like broken body parts yeah. um, into 2021. And also like cooking more at home and eating like 
healthier and lighter meals. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do feel like going back to like making the most of this trapped time, right? Like we, I think a lot of people have learned something new or like mm-hmm. gained something positive from it, even if it's not under the circumstances you wanted it to happen. So like, I love your resolution because it's just, you know, making it an actual sustained part of your life versus like only Thank quarantine. You. Thank you. <laughs> Okay. Well, oh my God, 2020 is over, y'all. If you have thoughts on doing the most all the time, the burnout that comes from that, or you want to share your New Year's resolution with us, write us in at tellusswhereyou'refrom at gmail.com. Your is Y-O-U-R-E. And I'm also going to shameless plug that you're hearing this before Christmas. So if you need a last minute gift, hit up our Etsy store or our website. The link is in our Instagram at Lynn Family Reunion, L-I-N. So find us there and come back in 2021 where we'll have season three for you. Awesome. Cool. Well, until then, bye, 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 bitches. bitches.